Okay, let's see. Hello, hello. Good morning. Hello. Happy Monday. Who has joined the call that would like to say some more? Yes, it's my case. Hey, Bond. Yeah. We pray for me and my mother again. Okay. And we pray for healing. Okay. Got you, sister. Thank you. No. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> okay, bye. Oh, God, but this is the day that the Lord has made, and we is on the wake up list. Ain't you happy? Ain't you happy? Okay, it's time for us to start greeting, Levi. You ready? Yeah. Good morning, it's Susie. Susie, good morning. Happy Monday. Same to you. Um, can we put a prayer request out for, for me? Uh, my knee, my left knee is really bad. I got you. Thank you so much. All right. Got you, Susie. Left knee. We got Thank you. Love you. Thank Thank you, thank you. Love you, Beth. Cool. Okay. You okay, Yvonne? Yeah. I heard that. Uh, Hello. Welcome to Declare Victory. Have anybody else joined the call that would like to say good morning? We would love to hear your magnificent, beautiful sound this morning. God is good to us. His mercy, his grace and do us forever. He got plans for us for today. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Monday. Levine and uh Oh, Lord Jesus, I pray. Don't worry about it. Good morning. God bless everyone on the call. Have a great day. Hey, hey. And I want to put a prayer request here. Okay. Which one is Sister Lisa, you want to pray for who? Let me write it down. Okay. All right. My grandson's next court date uh, on January the 11th. And also, all the people that's out in this weather, that they be safe and that they, uh, that God will uh, protect them through this rain, this all this week, rather. <laughs> and grandson court date on January 11th, and we just pray yeah. for all the uh, unhoused that's out in the rain. Yeah. Okay. Jesus. Okay. Thank you. Have a great you day. Are. You too. Good morning, Mrs. Ed. Hey, what's up, Tron? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Y'all drive safe and take an accident. 
Oh God, yeah. We see some lifted. Hello, welcome to Declare Victory. Have anybody joined the call that would like to say good morning? This is the time, y'all. This is the good time morning. we say good morning. Hello. <laughs> good morning, good morning. It's grateful, Deborah Evans. Good morning, everybody. God bless you. Good morning, grace, grateful, Deborah Evans. And um, this is Moxie, everybody, too, because I can tell y'all, um, it's like, wait a minute, who is that? This is Moxie Mona and Yvonne. Hi, everybody. Mo- Welcome to Declare Mo- Victory. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. This is the dynamic duel. Okay, go ahead, sis. Now, come on, who who on the prim, who on the uh, wake up list? As we want to know, let's let's sound off. One, two, let's go. God is good to us. He got he got plans to give you more life abundantly today. He got good plans to bring you out into His marvelous life. Hey, 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 hey. Good morning. Good morning, girlfriend. Oh, oh, hey. And you too, Mona. No, I love y'all. Happy birthday. <laughs> Girlfriend got it sounding off. Bless yes. the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Love y'all. Yes. Love you too, sir. God is good. Welcome to Declare Victory. Have anybody else joined the call that would like to say good morning? We would love to hear your beautiful sound this morning. Good morning, my dynamic duo. Can't stop, won't stop. Love y'all. Thank you, Yvonne, for helping me out on Friday. That's what I'm talking about. Teamwork <laughs> make a dream work. Exactly. I love y'all. Hey, Foxy Moxie. Hey, hey, resilient, restore. How you doing? I'm good. And I just want to make a shout out to my sister, Didi. I absolutely love you, sis. Hey. I was thinking I'm gonna make it real quick. I was thinking about you yesterday, you where we was at. Um, the man had said he was doing an announcement. He said, Oh, so who for Richmond? And my little yeah, inner DD said, <laughs> Right here, baby. But I'm not for Richmond, but it was just a yeah. I, I was sounding off for you, like, you know, yeah. But anyway. Welcome to Declare Victory. I'm sorry. <laughs> Welcome to Declare Victory. God is good to us, y'all. God is amazing. He loves us so much. Let's say good morning. We would love to hear your beautiful sound this morning on this magnificent Monday. Good morning. Good morning. This is Lynn. Good morning, Lynn. Um, I have a prayer request. Okay, Leah, let me write it down. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. What is it? Um, it is just for my son. Um, his name is Diamani. Diamani. Yes, for um, traveling grace. He'll be traveling here by car from Georgia to California. Mm-hmm. Okay. From Georgia 
Talk to you. Just tell me. Yes. All right. Got you. Thank you, um, Leah. Okay. Thank you. All right. Is there anybody else that have joined the call that would like to say good morning, you guys? We would love to hear your beautiful, beautiful sound this morning. Good morning, Moxie. It's persistent. Good morning, morning, persistent. Good to hear your beautiful sound, sis. Good morning. Good morning. This is Prosperous. I'm Moxie. Hey, Prosperous. Have a blessed day. You too. You too, Prosperous. Okay, you guys. It looks like it's that time. I need everybody to please look down at your phone. Yvonne, could you please mute your phone for me, please? Please, everyone, mute your phone so we can move ahead with the call and I can move away from my snoring son. That's behind me. All right, here we go. All right, good morning. It's that time. Everyone, hello. My name is Moxie Mona, and the greeting you was hearing was Yvonne Lachaud. And we thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday. Hold on. Someone, please mute your phone. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Please just double check to make sure your phones are muted. All right. There we go. We are a prayer call, you guys, that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, 8 a.m. Central time, and 9 a.m. Eastern time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Make sure to join us during the month of December where our monthly theme is entitled Friendship. Each declare will focus on the importance and value of friendship, encouragement, compassion, kindness, forgiveness, and love for one another. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Okay, we have one announcement for today. Please join us tonight and every Monday night for Marriage Matters for Married Couples and Married Hopefuls. You can call into the same phone number tonight between 6.30 and 7.30 p.m. Pacific Time, between 8.30 and 9.30 p.m. Central Time, and between 9.30 and 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You'll be happy that you did. I did not see any prayer requests on the prayer app, but we did have several spoken prayer requests. Um, First one was Yvonne. She's asking um, that you pray for my mother Shirley and me for our our healing. And Susie is asking for us to please pray for her and her left knee. And Sister Lisa is asking for us to pray for her grandson. His court date is coming up on January 11th. And she is also asking for us to pray for the unhoused as they are out in this weather. Um, Sister Lynn is asking for us to pray for her son, um, Demonte, I believe his name is. Um, And his name, I mean, he is traveling from Georgia to Cali. So she's asking for us to pray for him traveling grace. Okay, and the order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Persistent Priscilla. The declaration will be brought by Pamela Jordan. And then we go right into closing comments hosted by our declare. 
Once again, prayer and corporate praise would be brought by Persistent Priscilla, and the declaration would be brought by Pamela Jordan. And we go right into closing comments, which is hosted by our declare. And the scripture for today comes from Proverbs 27, 9. Perfume and incense bring joy to the heart, and the pleasantness of a friend springs from the heartfelt advice. Let me read that again. I'm sorry, you guys. Um, perfume and incense bring joy to the heart, and the pleasantness of a friend springs from the heartfelt advice. Springs from their heartfelt advice. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of His holy word. Once again, everyone, please make sure your phone is on mute. Now I pass the call to the prayer warrior, persistent. You guys have a blessed, wonderful, magnificent Monday. I love you guys. Thank you, Matsi. Thank you for your great sound. Love your um, reading. I just want to go over the prayer points real quick before I get started, Matsi. Um, Yvonne, pray for her mother, Shirley. Yvonne, pray for your mother, Shirley, and Matsi's healing. Okay. And then the other one was um, uh, was Susie. Shirley's left me. No, no Susie's Susie. left me. Yeah, Susie's left yeah. me. Right. Okay. And then the the last another one was Lisa. Court date for her nephew January 11th. For her grandson. And then was some, January 11th. Her grandson. Yeah. Grandson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then also um, the last one was um, DeMonte is yeah. traveling from Georgia to California. Exactly. Okay. All, yeah. right. And, All and, right. And the other was Lisa for the unhoused. Yes. The people outside oh, the of the unhoused. Right. Yes. Right. Thank okay. you for that. You're welcome. Okay. Praise God. Well, you guys, let's go to the throne. Um, Father God, Father God, first and foremost, we just say thank you. We thank you, God, for your grace this morning, Father God, for getting us up to have another opportunity to give you the first fruits of our lips, Lord Jesus, to honor you and to to, to say thank you, Just just to say thank you this morning. It didn't have to be so, Lord Jesus. It did not have to be so, but Father God, you saw it fit for us to be able to give you our first fruits, Lord Jesus, of this day. I say thank you because your word is true. You say two or more gathered at your present, and so you're here. You're here amongst us because there's no other reason for us to gather other than to gather because of you. So I thank you, and don't take it lightly that you, the God of this universe, the God of the heavens, the God, the true and only living God, is here amongst us right now. We praise your holy name. We're grateful. We say hallelujah this morning to you, Father God, to the highest. Oh, my God, oh, God. When I think about the goodness of you, Father God, oh, my God, my soul just cries out hallelujah, Lord Jesus. So, Father God, this morning I want to lift up the, the prayer points, Father God, the prayer requests. Father God, that we lay before your altar, Lord Jesus, 
knowing that you are merciful, knowing that you are a God who is, has great concern and love that, that, that is beyond our understanding, Father God, for us, Lord Jesus. So first, Father God, I want to I lift up DeMonte, Lord Jesus. We're seeing rain here in the Bay Area this morning, so I have no idea what the weather is, but you do. From Atlanta to California, that's a long drive, Lord Jesus. But I'm asking you, Lord Jesus, to protect, lead, and guide him, Father God. Send your angels all around him, Father God, that he will be able to be safe and secure. Take care of him, Lord, we're asking you to, in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father God, we're also praying for Mother Shirley and for Moxie Lord Jesus, their healing. You say healing to children's bread, Lord Jesus. They're your children. May they eat the very healing manna from heaven. Do whatever you they're supposed to do on all their part, Father God. And after they've done, Father God, they can stand and, and look for the good report and look for their healing, Lord Jesus, to come to pass, Father God. We're asking this for them, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord Jesus, for Susie's left knee, Father God, more healing. More healing, Lord Jesus. Father God, may you heal Susie's left knee as you see fit, Father God. May she look for her healing, Father God. May her faith, Father God, don't fail her, Father God, where she knows it's coming, Father God, regardless of what she feels, regardless of what she thinks, Father God. I pray that you give her the right word at the right time, that she can set up a standard in her mind and her heart, knowing that her healing is coming in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father God, I pray for I pray for Sister Lisa's grandson, Father God, that has a court date next year on January 11th, Lord Jesus. Father God, it's all in your perfect hands, Father God. We're laying this at your throne, Father God, that you show him favor, Father God. You give him mercy and grace, bountiful, Lord Jesus. Father God, we pray that this works in his favor, Father God, this court date, Father God. We're asking you, Father God, to make that crooked path straight this time, Lord Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God. And Father God, oh my God, we know that you're concerned about the unhoused right now that are living on the streets, under the highways and the byways, wherever they can find shelter, Lord Jesus. Those who are living in tents, Father, or makeshift wooden houses on the sides of the roads or under a freeway, Father God, we know you see us all, Lord Jesus. So, Father God, we're asking you to protect them. We're asking you to keep them warm, Lord Jesus. It could have been one of us. It might have been one of us at one time, Lord Jesus. Father God, Father God, but we know, Lord Jesus, that you see them. Lord Jesus, keep them warm miraculously because you, you, there's nothing impossible with you. You can keep them warm in the middle of all the rain, Lord Jesus. You can keep them, the rain not hitting them, Father God, right where they are, Lord Jesus. Because with man, this is impossible. With, with, with you, with nothing's impossible, Father God. So we're asking you, Lord Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, that you look down upon them, Father God, and that you keep them warm and you keep them dry and that they meet their needs, Father God. And we're thanking you for it, Lord Jesus. We're thanking you that you are a merciful and a graceful God, Lord Jesus, and that you, your grace is sufficient in all things, Lord Jesus. So we're praying and asking you, Father God, to take care of them in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. 
in Jesus' name, Father God. And since, Father God, since you are our rock and our fortress, we're asking you for your namesake, Lord Jesus, to lead and guide us continually and constantly, Lord Jesus. As we come up on this new year, Lord Jesus, help us to understand what it is, Father God, to pursue you now for the new year, Lord Jesus, to come before you wanting success in you, wanting newness in you, wanting to press on in you, Father God, wanting to do things different, slightly different. May we ponder sit and meditate with you and ask you your direction and get clarity from you as which way to go and what to do, Father God. We give you all the praise and all the honor and the glory, but Lord Jesus, we want to come out, Father God, successful in you, Father God. We want to come out, Father God, not prosperity in the world, but prosperous in our soul. For we know what the word says, Father God. What good does it do if a man prospers in the world but loses his soul, Lord Jesus? It does us no good, Father God. So our desire, Father God, is what you desire. Because we know we have tasted you and know that you are so good. Oh, you are so good. You are better than the word good, Father God. And therefore, Lord Jesus, we press on to the high mark and calling this over our lives. And we thank you for it, Lord Jesus. But Father God, we don't want we want to be successful. So I'm praying, Father God, that everybody on the sound of my voice and everyone that's not here this morning, Father God, understands, Lord Jesus, that the only way we're gonna do this and accomplish what you have for us is that we spend more time with you and that we seek your face and that we ask the right questions, and we get direction, Father God. And we lean not to our own understanding, but we acknowledge you in all of our ways, Lord Jesus, so you can direct our path, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord Jesus, we say yes and amen. And do your will and your way, Father God. So you say for whoever would love life and see good days must keep their, their minds upon you. Father God, and must keep their, their, their tongue, Father God, from thoughts that aren't good thoughts, Lord Jesus, and their lips that are, that are not good speech, Father God. They must, they must, Father God, turn from their normal ways, Lord Jesus, whatever those is, and seek you and seek goodness, Father God, because you are good. I can't thank you enough this morning. I can never thank you enough. Every time I get into a prayer and a worship, the, the, just, just the, the, the goodness of you overwhelms my heart. It overwhelms my soul because everything you try to, you, you start to bring up all the things that you have, you brought us out of, just, just getting to the play of victory and having this platform, Father God, for us to be able to, to understand more and more about you, more and more about how you see things, what you say about now this month, friendship, and how sweet and important friendship is, yet you call us friends. That in itself is mind-blowing to me, that you don't even call us slaves or, or, or anything else, but you call us friends. Yes, you, there's other things that you call us, but then when we understand what friendship is, and how important it is, and how sweet it is, Lord Jesus, and yet you call us that. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, my soul, my soul is grateful. I'm grateful. 
And I just love you so much. And I know that you love us even more. Your love is astounding. Your love is amazing. Your love is not like man, Father God. You don't have to repent and you don't lie, Lord Jesus. That in itself is so amazing and you don't take it back. You love us even in spite of it. This covenant is eternal. It's an eternal covenant. And in spite of ourselves, in spite of the mistakes that we may make or the things that we may do, you still love us, Lord Jesus. And you're still here for your grace and your mercy. And every promise is yes and amen. We can hold on to it with sound and security, Father God. And Father God, this is why we want to press on. This is why we want to know what it is that you want from us. This is ours. This is why, Father God, because we have tasted and know that you are so good and so gracious and so merciful and so loving. Oh, God, oh, God, everyone right now, the sound of my voice, take off your phone, come off a mute, and give him the praise. And the glory that he deserves. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Lord.
Thank you, Lord Jesus. I just want to remind us, because I know you all know this beautiful promise from the Lord. With all the prayer points this morning, whatever your life is going through, I don't know in the mighty name of Jesus, but he knows. And I'm so glad he knows. But in Jeremiah 29, 11, he says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord from heaven, the only true and living God. Plans to prosper you, but not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. So I speak that to all of your hearts and your minds, to remember that whatever you're going through, you don't have to slide down the wall. You can hold on to his promise and his word and see it come to pass. You can intercede for your brother and your sister and see it come to pass. And there's so many more promises like this one. But as we go into the new year, hold on to that promise in the mighty name of Jesus that the Lord Almighty declares from the heavenlies. He declares it. And he declares it and he speaks it over us, his children who believe in him, who stand on his word, mm-hmm. who seek his face and come together and honor him and love on him to know more about him. And we thank you for it, Lord Jesus. We thank you for it. We thank you for everything. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. I now pass the prayer to the declarer. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for that beautiful, spirit-filled prayer. Um, God is just so good. Um, This topic on friendship, um, for me, couldn't come soon enough. Um, Just in the last few months, many of you know the things that um, me and my family have been through and um, it has escalated. Hello? Um, It has escalated um, even um, through the grief of our family. You know, my dad has gone through some situations as well that we as siblings are trying to deal with. And um, you really begin to find out who your friends are and, you know, who um, are there for you through thick and thin. And so um, the declaration today on friendship, um, uh, like I said, it was just really a godsend. Um, Today I will be coming from uh, Proverbs um, 18, and I know you've heard it before. Um, And if you needed um, a topic, it would be developing friendship. Um, If you think about your friends, um, how many close friends would you say you had? 
Um, according to this professor of psychology at Oxford University, um, he had this theory of friendship, and he said that a person on average may have about 300 or more acquaintances, 125 meaningful contacts, 50 friends, and 15 good friends, but the tightest circles of friends usually is about five people or less. Um, maybe it's your direct family or a few close friends. But from a biblical pres uh, perspective, Hebrews broke friends into three levels, associations, those who are loyal, and those who um, love sacrificially. So you might ask, why do you need to have friends? Um, a lot of it is because people who uh, find themselves alone uh, or lacking meaningful relationships will suffer mentally and emotionally, even cognitively. And so it's important that we need friends, um, friends who will be there through thick and thin, who will laugh and cry and be with you. Um, this is why, like so many TV shows like Friends, um, Girlfriends, Martin, Martin, um, you know, people are longing for deep friendships, but some of them are hard to come by um, because we live in this transient society. Um, sometimes you get to know someone and create a friendship in a few years or a few months, they leave for another city or country. I don't know if this has been your experience, but I know for me as a child, we moved a lot. Um, and one of the first things people say is like, well, how long are you going to be here? You know, in other words, they want to know if you're going to be a potential friend. Um, what qualifies a person to be a friend um, is something we must learn um, in order to build good friendships. because. In this world, you can find all kinds of friendships, people who are fake, who say they are your friends, but, you know, leave you when you need them the most. There's a fair weather friendship that lasts as long as the sun shining. Um, there's people who will be your friends as long as you're giving them something. Um, there's these friends with benefits, some, someone who know that they're going to receive something as a result of being your friends. But Solomon talks about these genuine friendships, and he talks about the friend that sticks closer to a brother. Um, so that's why true friendship, um, he talks about how true friendship needs to be based on this agape love. Um, this is why true friend, friendship should be someone who believes in you when you can't believe in yourself. Uh, true friends should be somebody who uh, loves unconditionally, um, who's constantly there for you through thick and thin, even when others are laughing at you, <laughs> like a True friend's going to shake your hands when you're succeeding and pat you on the back and cheer you on. Um, and so it's important to have these true friends. 
but we often treat relationships like consumers. Um, we look at it for the benefits that, like I said, you can receive. And in contrast, when the relationship doesn't meet our expectation, we're no longer, and it no longer benefits us, we're done with it. Uh, but when you look for friends, you want to connect with people who have the same things that, that you have in common, you know, like sports or your favorite foods, or you might have grew up with somebody that went to the same school and always you always had great times together and you became friends. And these things are important in friendship, um, but you want to find friends that you can um, connect on a deeper level. Uh, Proverbs tells us that for the righteous um, chooses its friends wisely. The righteous searches out, meaning they make a diligent, careful uh, examination in order to find a close friend that they can confide in. Um, in reality, we can categorize our um, like I said, our relationships with those people that we can confide in, which are our close friends. But Proverbs tells us if you have too many superficial uh, friendships that you put your hope in, they'll fail to come through at, at times of adversity. But the Bible tells us, as you read 1824, it says you should look for true, reliable, loving friends who are loyal and have godly values. Can you can you confide in them or they do they talk about you behind your back? You know, so Proverbs encourages us to uh pursue wisdom um and pursue wisdom in choosing our friends among wise. Um in other words, we shouldn't just um, inadvertently make friends with people um, without at least having proven their character. Because why would you share your hopes and dreams and goals and successes, even your struggles or weaknesses, with someone who has a reputation of being unfaithful or unreliable or dishonest, uh, who can't keep confidence. You know, we need to look for friends who can be there with us, who can be honest and faithful, integrity, um, who can uh, be trustworthy, people who will tell it like it is and give us wise advice. These are friends we should long for, and we should try to be this type of friends for others. Um, the point is, it's like you don't really know what a friend's character is until you really face adversity and when friends are tested. Some of the characteristics necessary for developing a solid, lasting friendship is faithfulness. Proverbs 27.10 and Proverbs 26 says, a real friend doesn't just talk about his own goodness and loyalty. He or she is proven to be faithful and trustworthy. It doesn't matter uh, whether or not this type of friend has a status or possession or what influence you have. They don't abandon you. 
And in Proverbs 19, verse 7, they say that these friendships aren't about what you can get out of it, but what they can give. Um, one American journalist says a real friend is one who walks out when everyone else, one who walks in when everyone else walks out. Proverbs 17, 9 says that a true friend covers a multitude of sins. They're not an enemy of whom they're going to get even with you or to get revenge. Um, it's a friend that conceals someone that brings peace. Proverbs 27, 9 says that good advice, oil and perfume makes a heart glad. So a man's counsel is sweet to his friends. Do we seek out friends who we know will be good counsel or someone who um, will give us great advice, who speak from wisdom? Unfortunately, most of us have gone through situations where we've had bad counsel from friends. But the wise counsel is from the heart of a friend. Now, also, good friendship is built on honesty. Proverbs twenty four twenty six says, an honest answer is the kiss of friendship. A person who gives an honest answer is one who answers the question and doesn't avoid it. Um, they don't give like a devious, distorted answer. It's a person whose words are straight and truthful and righteous. Don't we appreciate people who are being open and honest than being fake with us? What else do we look for in friend? Love. Proverbs 17, 17 tells us that a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. This means that when you're facing difficult situations, you discover who your real friends are. The love of a true friend is constant. They love you even when your friendship is severely tested. They love is sacrificial no matter what. They are committed to you because they love you and they care about you. Um, this kind of reminds me about a friendship that I had years ago. Well, we still are friends, um, but we decided to do a business together. And I know they always say, don't go in business with your friends. But this uh, person, you know, we had um, grown to, you know, just really be great friends. We um, had, you know, uh, went to church together. We went to school together. And, you know, I knew her very dearly. And I knew that you know, if we were going to go into business together, this is someone that I would be willing to go in business together with, knowing that it was going to last. Like it wasn't, even if the business failed, our friendship would be able to last beyond a failed business. Um, sure enough, you know, we did an after-school program with some young kids and um, we went on to do some fundraisers, try to raise um, funds for for the kid, young people um, in the community. And 
one of the fundraisers we went to do, it required us to put up a lot of money. Um, and she put up the bulk of it because she, you know, had a great income at, at the time. And so, um, you know, out of that event that we put on, it did not go well. Um, the ultimate event went well and everybody loved it, but we didn't make the money that we thought we were going to make. And as a result of it, you know, we lost a lot of money. And I thought immediately, like, oh, my gosh, like, Linda's never going to speak to me again. Like, what What am I going to do? This is my best friend. You know, and I stayed in touch with her. You know, I, you know, apologized that, you know, things didn't quite work out the way we had hoped. And she was always like, don't worry, don't worry. You know, I, I was working with it, too. Like, you know, we both were you know, involved in it. And I was like, but you put in so much money. And, you know, she was like, it's not an issue. So, you know, things continued with the friendship, but I could tell it was tense. Um, and then, you know, one day we sat down and talked and she was like, you know, Pam, you know, yes, I did lose a lot of money, but, you know, God worked it out. God worked it out for good because, you know, the business was, you know, I I was able to write it off as a business expense or business loss. And um, that's the way my financial um, consultant had talked me through to write it off as a business uh, loss. And then she connected me with her financial guide who was able to help me write mine off as a loss. Um, so ultimately, you know, it did not bring our friendship to an end as you know I thought and that's what I mean we're still friends today and we're still investing and doing things together um, it did not tear us apart and that's what a friend is built on you know that that loyalty that trustworthiness that bond of um, you know knowing that who the person is you know is genuine and you know, committed to really uh, the same things, like we had the same goals, you know, really working with the youth and community and really, you know, helping out um, the kids. And they continued to prosper. The entire program prospers, prospered. And so, you know, it's just how God worked it out. Um, had we gotten angry at each other and completely dissolved the friendship, you know, the whole program would have crashed, the kids would have never been blessed, you know, and so it's important that you um, use wisdom in choosing friendships and that you not choose someone um, for, um, that's going to benefit you, but someone that's going to benefit the greater cause, you know, whatever it is that you're um, God is leading you to do or whatever it is that your purpose is, you know, find somebody who has a common bond in that purpose of really reaching out to the community and being there so that, you know, there won't be a falling out. There won't be a disagreement. Um, yes, you might um, be uh, hurt initially, but you know, God will heal it and bring it back together and make it even stronger and better. 
Um, but the next thing with friendship that friendships um, are built on, I think I had already said this, is loyalty. Um, Proverbs 18, uh, 4 says, um, this friend stays closer than a brother, closer than any family member. Um, basically, he or she is the one that remains true to God. And in times that you suffer loss or mishap or financial times or duress, you know, there's things in the family. Staying closer to brother means to be so close that not even death can separate them. Um, finding these types of friends are rare, but when you find them, you found a treasure. Um, other things that you look for in a, in a friend, like someone who um, provides respectful, um, who are respectful to you. Um, it talks about in Proverbs 27, uh, 17, it says, iron sharpens iron. So sometimes friendship sharpens another friend, and as iron sharpens iron, it can create fr friction. It can cause a lot of friendship. Um, but if you're respectful to one another, it, it'll be a respectful confrontation, and true friends will accept that confrontation for their own benefit, knowing that it's something that can help them become better and grow. Um, Proverbs 27, 5 and 6 says, better is an open reprimand out of love and concern, for love is uh, then love that is hidden. Faithful are the wounds of a friend with correction out of love and concern. True friends are willing to correct you. Um, true friends are willing to really be there for you. Um, even when uh, things, uh, you know, even when the other friend is not doing right. You know, true friends will tell you what you need to hear rather than what you want to hear. Um, you know, it's, uh, they want, it's a friendship that is out of love for one another, out of uh, wanting that friend to grow and mature. Um, I had a situation with another friend. Um, I, I don't know. She might be on the phone. <laughs> um, but Lori was, you know, she is an amazing friend. And, you know, she's doing some uh, great, awesome things for God. And, you know, she and I have been friends for years, like over 30 years. And it's interesting because, um, you know, how I was talking about earlier, friends will be there for you when you go through difficult times. It's like she was the one who was there um, during my mom's transition, um, and she worked in hospice, and, you know, she was able to um, talk to the uh, hospice program and become um, the hospice nurse for, um, uh, not the nurse, but chaplain for my mom. And it was beautiful because even during the passing of my mom, you know, she was the one who uh, gathered, you know, brought um, this sense of 
a bond to me and my sisters. You know, she knew that there was tension and she knew that there was hurt and even resentment on my part for them not stepping up to help me. But she was able to bind us together and just kind of really talk to us real and just say, you know, now that your mom has passed, you know, I really want you to, uh, you know, follow through with me in this practice of, you know, washing your mother's body. And she, you know, took us through the steps and it just really bonded me and my sisters together even closer. I mean, that's something we can always share with one another that we had that opportunity to really bathe her before uh, the morgue came to pick her up and, you know, dress her in, you know, what we wanted to dress her in and, you know, comb her hair. And, you know, she loved her red lipstick, so we had to put her red lipstick on and polish her nails. And, you know, we were able to do all of that together. And for me, it was healing because, you know, I had been bathing my mom every day while I was her caregiver. And to be able to do that final washing of her body, um, it just, you know, remind me what it must have been like um, for the women to watch Jesus's body and prepare him. Um, and so, you know, it took my friend to really calm me down and say, look, Pam, this is an opportunity for you and your uh, sisters to bond. This is an opportunity for you and your sisters to really pull things together because that's what your mom would have wanted. And she was absolutely right. And so a friend will correct you when you're wrong. A friend will, you know, come to you and, you know, speak wisdom and out of love. And, um, you know, as friends, you know, on the other end of it, you know, we have to be willing to listen and to, you know, knowing that they're true friends, that they're not meaning to hurt me or call me out that, you know, she's looking out for my best interest, um, it ultimately was really a beautiful thing because that's what friends do. Um, so that's um, what it takes to be a true friend. And most of these friends kind of develop in, you know, prayer calls like this or Bible studies. Um, and friends kind of go beyond from just having things in common. They develop from walking through tough times or having the same values, the love for God and his church and the lost and desiring to serve and bring people together into God's kingdom and seek him before all. Um, these friendships are about love and persevere and serving Christ and being there for one another, no matter what the cost. And I think it's important for us to find meaningful friendship and being that true friend. Um, you know, when I think of the qualities of a true friend, you know, um, like other declarers I've listened to on this call, you know, I realized that this is the kind of friendship I want to be. You know, sometimes I fall short of it. Am I really being a friend to others? And, you know, it's hard sometimes to live up to that standard, 
Um, but we all want to be that friend, and we all want to have those types of friendships. Um, but this caliber of friendship that's loyal, uh, faithful, and honest, and not unselfish, no matter what the cost, only points to one person, the only person who um, went through wrongs against himself, but yet was reconciling and forgiving. Um, and so that's how we can be the best friend in the world is to walk this life with Christ uh, and know that we are his friends because Jesus said we are his friends if we do his command. And his command is to love others as he's loved us and how we can be forgiving and loyal. Paul talked about this selfish, selflessness and loyalty in Philippians. And he said that um, loving one another and working together with one mind and purpose don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble. Thinking of others as better than yourself. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others. Also, we have to have that same attitude that Christ has. For Jesus gave himself for us that we would live through the power of his spirit. And I think that the more we become like Jesus and take on that attitude, then our friendships will be fulfilling uh, because God doesn't call anyone to be a long ranger. Uh, we can't do things on our own. We need Christ, and then we need the fellowship of other believers. Those are our friends, and we got to learn to choose our friends wisely. Um, don't put ourselves in a situation where others' bad habits are going to rub, uh, rub off on us, but we should be allowing our, our uh, faithfulness and love rub off on others because we're called to be the salt of the earth. And what salt does is penetrate. It penetrates into the meat to bring in the flavor. Now, Solomon reveals to us that friendship with Jesus is the path to real joy. Uh, you see, a friend can cry with us, but Jesus can wipe our friends away. A friend can share our storms, but Jesus can calm the storm. A friend can be that um, that person who can be there for us, but Jesus is always there uh, knocking at the door, wanting to us to come to him, wanting us to receive him as our own. For Jesus is a heart fixer. He's a mind regulator. He sits high and looks low. He looks beyond our faults and supplies our needs. He wants us to be his friend. And as we become closer friends with Jesus, It'll cause us to be better friends with one another and with our friends, that close-knit um, friends that he has placed in our lives for the purpose of serving and loving one another 
and being there with one another because Jesus truly is that uh, brother, that, that friend that will stick closer to the brother. And I believe that if we trust him, he will definitely lead us to the friends and connections that um, he desires us to have. Amen. Um, so now I'm going to open the call up for our love, life, and victory. Um, let's, for those of you who weren't able to say good morning, uh, let's open the call up. Um, we can start with the men or um, people who are new to the call. If you're on mute, I think you can hit star star to get yourself off mute. Hello, this is Marv listening in this morning. Thank you for the declaration. Hello, Marv. Thank you for calling in. Um, let's open it up for everyone. Anyone who'd like to say good morning? Good morning. Good morning. This My name is Nina. Great decoration. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, there was someone else? Amina. Good morning, Amina. Good morning. Good morning, Pam. This is uh, Jubilant Juliet. Georgia, hey, Juliet. Hey. Good morning. Good morning, Pamela. Good morning, Amita. That that was my daughter, you guys. That was my 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 second daughter. Good morning. Oh, beautiful. Good morning. Good morning. Your oldest daughter is here too. Me is here. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Good Mia. morning, Mia. Good morning, Amina. Good morning, Mona. <laughs> you plug that TV in. Good morning, Auntie. Good morning. It's Krishanda. I enjoyed your declaration. God bless you all. Good morning, Krishanda. Good morning. Thank you for the declaration. As I was in the office by myself, it was really awesome. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning. Pamela. This is Gloria. Excellent declaration. Thank you so much. Good morning, Gloria. Um, there was someone else? Yes, Christina Joy. I was going to say it's a great, that was a great share. Thank you. Oh, good morning. Good morning, Pamela. This is Deidre. Great declaration. Hey, Deidre. Good morning. Good morning, Pamela. This is Prosperous. I, I really, really love your declaration. This was hit the spot, too. God bless you. Oh, good morning, Pam. God bless you, too.
Um, okay, well, let's open it up for Love, Life, and Victory. If you have any questions, comments, uh, maybe something I said um, resonated with you, or maybe you have questions. Or... Good morning, Pamela. This is Rochelle. Um, Grace here. Um, I, I think one of the things that I took away from the declaration this morning is um, how your friends weren't fickle, that they um, looked at, um, you know, the facts and how important um, the decisions of one, you know, being a business partner and how things could go rather than looking at, you know, a lot of times we get, you know, self, we look at self and, you know, it's all about me and my money and all this. But I'm glad that your friend, um, eat the business partner first, um, was able to find a, a solution um, for you both and not hold you hostage to um, the outcome that was unforeseeable. You know, the plan was there, but sometimes things just don't work out that way. And then for um, the chaplain, oh, my God, um, if we can all adapt the fact that um, there is something that's so much more important um, than our our emotions and our feelings when it comes to um, a, a actually listening, a loved one um, who is truly loved and the importance of them resting and doing what um, we have to do to come together to make sure that their soul is at rest and coming together is so, so important. Um, so thank you again for your declaration. It, it, it says a lot. And this, this month on friendship helps us to be able to look at what kind of friends we have, but most of all, what kind of friend um, are we? So thank you again. Love you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Anyone else? Good morning. This is Jubilant. Um, Pam, that was a great decoration. I was doing a lot of uh, introspective uh, thinking as you were uh, saying your decoration. And just kind of get on what Rochelle said that, you know, um, not only being, I mean, not only looking for that friend, but also being their friend and kind of, you kind of, you know, caused me to question what kind of friend am I and, you know, and the type of people around me, like, you know, actually surveying and actually, uh, you know, looking at who are my friends. So it was a great decoration. Amen. Amen. Great hearing your voice, Juju. It's good hearing yours too, um, especially on uh, on you know on DV. Uh, you know, you're coming out with as a powerhouse with these decorations once again. But it's good to hear your sound. Amen. Thank you, sis. Good morning, Pamela. It's Didi. How are you? Hey, Dee Dee, how are you doing? I'm good. Please hug David for me, and um, so good to hear you. It is. And like you said, your whole share was amazing. I had a very, when you talked about that friend, I had, if you have one, like you mentioned, in your lifetime, you're blessed. So my Sarah, who was my Nigerian sister, she passed away in 2018, which I was just talking to 
my mom last night. So AT&T retired me early at 2015. I didn't understand God's plan. Then my Sarah got sick. 2018, she died. My dad died in 2019. My stepdad died in 2020. My 29-year-old niece died in the following year. So I've had death. And then my brother Ricky passed last year. So when I think about friends and I think about friendship and I think about what you just said, and I'm so glad you shared that, how you guys had to come together to watch your mom. That was such a blessing because we don't know. Grief really does do something to families. It does. I don't care how strong-knit the family is, but when that one special person that was like the glue passes away, it changes things. And like you said, you had resentment because you did everything. And I get it. And, and I know so many people that are caregivers now or just even if you have to do all the arrangements and you feel like the other siblings aren't, you know, picking up the pieces, but then somebody will come along and help you. And it's not easy. It's not. It's not easy because we have emotions are what they are. People can say what they want, but love and grief is love with nowhere to go. So how do you not feel away? You know, your mom, your dad, your siblings, your child, whatever. So your share this morning just really got me to say, Lord, I thank you. Because even in the process of trying to heal, because when you've had so many deaths, you, it changes you because I'm not the same. I'm not. But I do know that God loves me, and I know that I'm a friend. I know I'm a really good friend because I'm a friend of God, and I know some areas I need to work in. But I know when you talked about that friend and my Sarah, she took some stuff to her grave, and I still have that. And we're still connected. We had a 27-year friendship. And and if you uh. ever have a friend like that that's closer than any brother, oh, man, I, I love you so much, and I'm so grateful that you guys are in the men, because losing your mom, mm. so please give David, David I will, I will. Thank you so much for that, Didi. Good morning. This is Prosperous. Um, I just, I totally mm. always um, <laughs> echo what, what Didi said, and just, yeah, what, when you shared about the washing, um, the bathing um, of your mom with your siblings and the friend, um, everything that thing, everything that was said, even what Juju said about, I want to be that friend too. I tend to, and I think maybe that's why when when someone's going through like an illness or um, passing, I don't know, it just hits me hard. Um, I just am thankful for, I, I agree, it doesn't have to be a whole bunch, even if you just have one. I'm thankful for the friends who came when everybody left. I'm so thankful. I want to be that person. And um, you just said so much. I'm just, I just learned so much from you. And it's just interesting how we have to go through such difficult times. Like, I cannot imagine emotion, like how, how you're feeling. Um but we have to go through that. But you are how your how God uses that to bless other people. It's just interesting. And I was hearing it on the call with uh, Pastor Dion. Why do we have to carry? It was on the cross. Why do we have to carry that? And the things that we're carrying, though, you truly are. God is using you to bless others, Pamela Jordan, because you're really blessing me. Um, so I just thank you. I thank you. Have a blessed day, everyone. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Um, yeah, when she, uh, my girlfriend, Lori, she, um, you know, I kept rolling my eyes. I was not, like, trying to have it. And she, like, snatched me up and took me in the bedroom and was like, look, 
<laughs> just kind of like gave it to me. And I was like, wow, you're right. Like, I need to get out here and be strong for my sisters and let's, let's do this. So, but yeah, you need friends that are going to call you out when you're wrong and, you know, be willing to, you know, confront you. And, you know, the friendship's still strong. It's not going to be like I'm angry at her about it or hurt about it. I'm grateful that she did that because it, like I said, it bonded me and my sisters in a way that, you know, we would have never had that opportunity to have that experience. Yeah, and it makes me think, too, about, you know, you're right. Sometimes we, um, as as we're walking in life, we think, oh, because we have same things in common. But you really see as you're living this life out that it's more than that. You know, it's like, um, just like marriages, um, you know, um, I think your parents are married a long time. Mine were, too before my dad passed and um, they weren't always holding hands, leave it to beaver. You know, it's like, you know, you have your good times, your bad times, everything, you know, but sometimes you still come together and then that bond becomes tighter and tighter. Um, and these days, you know, it's like, even with friends, it could be like, Oh, I, this person likes to do what I do. So we go do it. But that doesn't necessarily mean, I mean, I believe what, what the friendship that God wants us to have. Amen. And we Amen. want to be, and I want to be that friend. Yes. Yes. Amen. Is there anyone else? Uh, hello there. This is uh, Marv again. Um, I really thank you for uh, the declaration that you've given. And, um, you know, I'm here thinking, I've, I've heard everything everyone else said, and it kind of, you know, resonated with the um, message this morning. But one of the things I was thinking about is that how a lot of times in friendship, and you brought this out earlier, about how your friend had to put in more uh, when you were trying to do some things with your business. And a lot of times we all bring something different to the table. And what we bring to the table in friendship, uh, when we are two friends, we embrace what the other has to offer. And the one thing that, you know, I, I truly look at how you must have showed yourself um, to be a really good friend and someone trustworthy in order for your friend to share um, the way she did. And And so, you know, sometimes in friendship, we all have to embrace uh, the fact that one do have more than the other, one is smarter than the other, one has more to offer to whatever the circumstances that's taking place in life at the time. And it's a wonderful thing when we can embrace that and and be able to share what we have. And so I just want to thank you for your declaration this morning. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, is there anyone else? Um, we're past the top of the hour, so if there's not anyone else, uh, we'll go ahead and close out in prayer. I'll give a 
couple of few seconds. Let us pray. Father God, we come to you this morning, God, just thanking you, God, just thanking you for Dion and putting it on her heart to even cover this topic on friendship and so much that we've learned over this month about friendship, God, but ultimately you are the greatest friend that we've ever had and you are the perfect example of what a friendship should be. Um, loving and kind and forgiving, and we thank you, God, for the relationship that we have with you, God, and I pray, Lord, that as each of us uh, leave this call, God, that we will desire to have better uh, friendships and relationships, that we desire to be a better friend to one another, God, and I pray, Lord, that um, you would uh, give us that strength to do it, God, to walk in that that sense of loyalty and um, bond, God, that draws us close together, God. God, I thank you, Lord, for uh, those who prayed this morning and who participated on the call. I thank you for um, those who um, are behind the scenes in this uh, Declare Victory, God. I just thank you, God, for all of them that make it all work together, God. And I pray, Lord, that you would just continue to um, bless this uh, uh, program, bless this uh, company, God, that uh, you would just strengthen it, God, and that we would grow and lives would be changed, God. God, I thank you in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Love you all the life. Amen. Have a blessed day. Amen. Thank you. Have a blessed Amen. day. Love you all. Have a blessed day. Have a wonderful day. God bless you all. Drive safely, Be careful. Walk in victory. Have a great day, girlfriend.